Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Rivers Casino. And let's bring in the man who should be the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner. This is quite an honor. Lane Johnson, this is unbelievable. And you're pretty high up in the voting right now. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It was a, a huge honor. And yeah, I'm just glad to represent the people that have helped me over the years and and really, uh, you know, thank them for for making of me. So. Yeah, and I'm I'm jumping on the campaign here. So I, I recommend everybody, first of all, get on Twitter. You can retweet and like and vote for Lane Johnson to be the Walter Payton Man of the Year. And I think it's up until next week, right? The the voting is up until next week. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It's, so well, I mean, look, I, I I have seen you and what you have done and how you've grown tremendously as a person and all the things you do. Um you know, being the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee and you saw former Eagles like Chris Long win it. I think Harold Carmichael and Troy Vincent, they're the other Eagles winners. So yeah. to be in that category, how much of an honor is that? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I just, you know, when I think of those guys, um, you know, you think of people that really cared about the people in their community and the people that impacted their lives. And I felt like, you know, as they got older that they wanted to, um, you know, make change and, you know, with the platform that they had uh, to do a lot of good with it. So, you know, um, you know, definitely drawn inspiration from those guys. And yeah, it's, it's been a big year, a crazy year. Yeah. And, you know, when you were going through your struggles with anxiety, depression and, and, and mental health, and then you basically came out and opened yourself up to the entire world, how much has it also helped you by reaching out to all these people and kind of letting everything be out there. Yeah. I just think, uh, you know, the dialogue that I have with players, uh, you know, in social media, people in the NFL uh, are players at their game. So, you know, a lot of this, we talk about that. Uh, we talk about the, you know, the online mastermind summit. So just really kind of a total embodiment of, you know, the NFL lifestyle and, and helping people in it because it is, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a lot of work involved and um, yeah, you're constantly busy. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and when you've gone out, you've done a lot of speaking engagements and you've gone out and talked about the things that you battled through. And I'm sure you've met people and you've heard their stories as well. Did, did it really open your eyes that there are a lot of people in all walks of life that are battling through these things all the time? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it really doesn't uh, discriminate. It's like everybody has um, you know, gone through something uh, at some point in their life. But I think the main thing is just drawing attention to it and, and getting educated on the matter. Uh, I just feel like, you know, young people in today's world face a lot, you know, more challenges maybe even we did back um, when we were growing up. So 
a lot of distractions out there. And so, yeah, you just have to, um, yeah, um, you know, be educated on it and, and and help yourself and then you're able to help other people. And you just talked about a, an important thing, you know, uh, uh, they talk about athletes back in the day. They didn't have to deal with social media and all of the things that are out there. Anybody now can almost be a reporter and say things on social media and put things out there. When you're going through a stretch like this where you lost four or five games as a team, yes. how do you avoid all that and try to get it out of the mind and not pay attention to it? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, it's not even that. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that's always been there during the career. It's just, it's mainly like the privacy issue, I guess. It's just like people know uh, where you're at. I think there was like a picture of Mike Trout's ho uh, house that was, I guess, somebody flew over and took a picture the other day. So it's just, you know, some of the lifestyles I guess players had back in the day. I don't know if they could have the same ones in today's world. It's a lot more, I guess, less private and kind of everything is at your fingertips. So, uh, you know, with, with the criticism, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, you know, as far as my job, you know, none of it really helps me uh, perform my job. So for me, I just, I try to stay busy. So really during this year, um, you know, uh, between like our walkthroughs and then practice, we have like an hour, so short amount of time. And then the, they give you a little bit of time um, during that window where it, I guess back in the day, whenever I first came in, we had all the media time after practice. So it's kind of flip-flopped, um, you know, in recent years. So that's a key. Stay busy. Yeah, stay busy. Yeah. yeah. And stay, uh, I mean, and have a routine. I mean, if you're trying to be a better football player, uh, you got to know where you're where you're good at, uh, what your weaknesses are at. And so right now, you know, it's all about self-evaluation. So we we obviously have some problems. We're not playing our best ball. We we gotta get them fixed. And Lane, when you're starting off 10 and one and then you lose four or five, what are those uh, captains discussions like? You're a captain. For the Eagles, what are those discussions like? Are there pretty intense, difficult discussions going on when you go through a stretch like this? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of internal discussions, but uh, I feel like the communication is definitely up. You know, when pressure is applied or you lose, you know, you really got to kind of reflect on your plan and and really uh, come together as a team. I mean, it's 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 everybody involved. I mean, obviously, players got to execute. Uh, calls coaches are putting our faith in them. So it's everybody involved. And that's what makes, you know, football so unique. So, uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, you would like to be in a better ideal situation, you know, this close to playoffs. I know, felt like we were, I mean, we weren't this bad last year when we lost the final two before the playoffs. It wasn't a good feeling. So, um, you know, yeah, we, we have a work cut out for us. So we, we have limited time. So, um, you know, that'll be good for us. Uh, I think the pressure will help us and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully make some noise. And, and Jordan Mailata, I heard him on WIP radio today. He said, this is getting old. Uh, this the mistakes that keep happening and the things that keep happening. And there needs to be more accountability with everybody. And I know you have those meetings with Nick Sirianni and the coaches where they put everybody's number and their name up when mistakes are happening. Do you think people are going to be more accountable? Uh, yeah, but, you know, I think it, it comes from, like I said, I feel like for any player, you got to stay busy. It's like, you know, during the week, whatever your routine is and whatever your habits are, you know, it's like 160-some hours in the week and you have a three-hour window to play. So how you play in practice, how you play, 
you know, how you do walkthroughs, how you conduct meetings, all that stuff combined is like, is what's going to be, you know, reflected on the field whenever you play. You know what I'm saying? We, 10% of my football is played on the field. Everything else is, you know, 90% of my football life is in practice and only 10% of it is my game day. So I'm trying to get the 90% of looking like a, a great player. You know, Lane, in history, when a team goes to the Super Bowl, it is so hard to go back the next year. You know, you yeah. got you got to you lose a bunch of guys. The defense lost half of their starters, and then you have a first place schedule, a much harder schedule. Has it been a tougher climb up that mountain to try to do it again? Is it is it tougher than you guys thought this year? Uh, I mean, I had a, had that taste in 2018, so it was kind of like I knew what that season was like, and I knew the challenges that were. That came along with it. So, yeah, I mean, the expectations are higher. So, um, but with that, it's like, you know, regardless of all that, you got to, you got to say discipline to what you do. So, you know, we've had our moments where we've done well. Uh, I think you can look at this offense and go, has it been fully been optimized? No, but we're still putting up some points. But um, yeah, I felt like, yeah, I mean, it is a little bit tougher, tougher schedule this year, but I mean, I was really proud how we battled about a month ago, up until a month ago. And then uh, now it's really, um, I guess, a self-evaluation um, and look and look what's best for our team moving forward and, and make those adjustments because, you know, the time is now. It's, you know, no more waiting. Yeah, I mean, that that loss to the Cardinals, not being able to close out ga that game, is that maybe one of the worst losses you've been a part of? And do you think that'll kind of piss everybody off? Yeah, I think it should, just the, man the manner of it. Um, you know, total, total just ass kicking by them. So hats off to them. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's losses are never, never fun. But like I said, it, it does reveal character. Um, but hopefully, it, you know, all we got to do is just communicate better. And, and ultimately, that stuff leads to better performance. So um, somewhere along the, along the, the line, um, you know, make those adjustments. Hey, celebrity cook Steve Martirano is bringing his Italian-American cooking back home to Philly, where it started. Enjoy Martirano's Prime at Rivers Casino and Steve's famous meatballs with Sunday gravy, prime steaks, and more. So make reservations for Martirano's Prime on open table. I've been to the one in Fort Lauderdale. I'm glad it's back in Philly. So, Lane, I'm sure you know there's, there's a lot of noise out there uh, AJ Brown hasn't talked to the media in a couple weeks. Um, he's a captain. And I guess there was a report in the newspaper, the daily news that maybe there's a disconnect with AJ Brown and the coaching staff, or there's a lack of belief with some of the guys in the coaching staff and calls that are being made. Um, can you speak to that? Is, is there, is there a disconnect right now with the coaching and the players? No, not really. I think, I mean, the headlines, they make it seem that way. Um, I feel like players get, like I said, it's only a fraction of what y'all see on Sundays. You know, sometimes you might see some bad, some bad body, body language and people are frustrated, but I mean, as far as how we work during the week, man, uh, if you had a camera in there, meetings are going well. Um, I mean, practice is, is going, what is going, you know, we're practicing hard, but like I said, there's just, um, you know, there's stuff that needs to be fixed in practice or stuff that, you know, we're not doing well. Um, and you can go back to film there and there might be some mistake in practice that was made in the game. So it's just 
like I said, you know, 90% of our football is, is in practice and doing these walkthroughs and programming yourself. So, yeah, I just think more, a lot of it's out of, um, you know, we've lost this four or five game stretch. He doesn't want to talk. I really don't want to talk because uh, fans don't want to hear us talk and, and tell us about, uh, you know, why we're losing and why we can't do this. They want, they want to, they want to see they're from the show me state. So they want to see it rather than us talk about it, you know? And yeah, I understand. It, I, and I understand it. Yeah. So, so I heard, I guess, did AJ Brown set up a kind of a excursion for you guys together to bond as a team last week? Yeah. So a lot of guys went uh, to the escape room. So I was going to go, my kids were flying in. So I picked them up from the airport. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of guys went. So I was, uh, I talked to a lot of guys. I was eager to see who, who kind of made it out or who, who, uh, who had a good time in the escape room and who didn't have a good time. But it sounds like uh, a lot of guys uh, may have, may or may or may or not got some tips of, uh, of how to solve some of these puzzles. So some of them made it through pretty quick. And, and does that kind of speak to the leadership of, of AJ Brown? Um, Cause a lot of people maybe don't see that or hear about that. Uh, yeah. I, I just think, uh, yeah, I mean, as much time as we spend around each other, we do enjoy, um, like I say, doing stuff outside, like even what I did today, um, the trip with Fletch and, and the Raven. So, yeah, it's just the, just the way to, um, you know, sometimes you can get so carried away with something or so obsessed with it um, that you, you know, from outside perspective looking, it's like, hey, these guys need to have a trip, um, get their mind off of it, and then refocus, re-engage. So um, I kind of like it. Yeah. So, so in your mind, are these things fixable? Cause you know, everybody just sees, Hey, the Eagles are on this big slide at the end of the year. It's not going to go well in the playoffs. I mean, is this fixable? Yeah, I think it's fixable. Um, I think getting back Zach's going to be huge. I think Zach Cunningham is a, is a tremendous player and really underrated um, for what he does. So getting him back, you know, Vontae's first game back, you know, healthy after his, after his injury. So um, I feel like guys are getting healthy. You know, Slay will be back. That'll be huge. So just getting, um, you know, guys back healthy um, and at least, you know, going into the playoffs saying that, you know, everybody's healthy, um, that, that, you know, may not have been healthy all year. So we have our team and now it's, um, you know, crunch time. There's not much we can say. We have little time to to uh, finish the season strong. We have one game left for playoffs. So, um it's kind of uh, put up or shut up time. So, but I, I mean, I like where our guys heads at. I like that there is a disturbance in there. You kind of have the what's going on factor. And, you know, with that, it, it does raise awareness. Hey, it, I think it will uh, push people to be better versions of themselves, myself included. So it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. And what'd you think of the, uh, the chance at the link two games ago, run the ball? I mean, it's kind of taken over. We saw the people. Fans standing outside Novacare Complex, um, and you guys have been really successful when you have run the ball. What do yeah. you, you think of hearing that? Yeah, I hear a lot of stuff on that field. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you do run the ball, and we've the thing is that we have a lot of talent outside. These guys are. I mean, you see what AJ's doing this year, Devontae, what Dallas can do. Um, but whenever you are dominant on the, the ground game, you do control a lot of that clock. Um, and you can see what a factor that can be in a game. So, um, and, and that's one way to mitigate the pass rush. I mean, it's, it's one way to kind of attack instead of, you know, sitting back and, and 
you know, pass pass proing all day. It's a good way to get them physically tired and and help you throughout the game too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hope maybe you guys lean on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but for me, I mean, I really, I mean, pass block and run block, and I, it's part of my job. But uh, yeah, I mean, we we had our moments. In fact, we did have our moments. Our offense last game where we did some good things. Um, you know, it's like the first, I feel like the first half we played about twelve snaps. It was really um, you know, low number snap game from that standpoint. So, uh, thanks for good. You know, we definitely could have finished better, but we had, we had our moments. So, um, like I said, not out to get a win, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're looking to, uh, to drastically get things turned around. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Brandon Graham said something like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago about getting back to having fun playing football. Do you think, you know, there's a lot of expectations on you guys. There's there's like a weight of expectations when you go to a Super Bowl. Like the only thing you can do better is win it the next year. Yeah. Are, are you guys having enough fun or do you think you feel the weight of those expectations? No, I mean, I feel like, you know, a lot of us have been doing this for a long time. Uh, for me, I mean, I enjoy going to work every day. I enjoy going to games. I love winning them. And even though, um, you might lose games. There's still some ass kicking going on uh, from from my position group and the guys that I battle with. You know, what I'm saying it's just from my standpoint, the game. It's like I don't care. I don't care about who's who's catching, who's running the ball. I'm just you know my whole job is protecting Jalen and getting this run game going. So um, you know, with every game, mine's mine's really I'm I'm wrestling a guy for you know it's a one on one boxing match out there, and then letting these receivers work. So. Um, but yeah, man, I, I do enjoy myself. I, I, I enjoy my time with, with guys like BG, Fletch and uh, Kels. Cause like you said, you don't know how many snaps these guys have left or, or what they're thinking. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I am enjoying it. And like I said, we've been in, in worse situations heading to the playoffs. Um, and I know it's, you know, the slide isn't what we wanted, but, uh, you know, I fought here for a long time. I, I know what, I know what it's like to fight and I, and I enjoy the fight and I enjoy it with my guys. So. Um, you know, I guarantee you, you know, the core four, uh, we're going to be wrapped up this week and, uh, and definitely going to the playoffs. Yeah. And the fact that you're not guaranteed a home game in the playoffs at all. Yeah. Have you thought at all about, you said Kelsey and Fletch and BG that maybe that could have been the last time you guys were yeah. on the field together? Yeah, no, I was definitely thinking it going in, um, definitely after the game, you know, because, I can't, you know, we definitely wanted to win that one. But, yeah, I mean, it was – we don't know. Um, but, you know, I've had a lot of great great battles in those, on, on the field with those guys and, and my teammates. So, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it all. Well, I tell you, Lane, it, it's been unbelievable watching you and what you do for the community and how much you've reached out um, when you were going through your tough time. And, and, and one of the other things you do is you, you – on the road for every road game, you, you meet with Gold Star families and – I was there with you and I saw what you do. And it's amazing how you made those families feel that you took the time to make sure they know that you're thinking about them. Other people are thinking about them and uh, that that other people are there for them and then give them the opportunity of going to the games. H- how rewarding has that been for you to, to just reach out to these families and let them know you care and, and, and you're thinking about them? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a, a learning process. And, and Gabe is definitely uh, the guy that got me into this because uh, from his former job, he was doing something very similar. But um, as you know, he was a Marine. And uh, yeah, you just get to connect with these families that have lost uh, somebody in combat. And 
then you hear all the stories of, well, uh, what was life uh, after? Um, did you get the help that you uh, that you wanted? Did you think like it was enough? Uh, and a lot of times uh, they're kind of searching for uh, something, I guess, that's more proactive and more about rehabbing and, and pushing forward and, and uh, you know, doing good by their family. So, um, you know, with the Travis Manion Foundation here in Philly, I mean, that's I feel like she's very – uh, big about moving forward and, um, you know, helping others that are in similar situations. So that, there's a lot of growth and a lot of healing, I guess, with all these families um, and dealing with the Travis Mania Foundation. They, they, from our discussions, it seems like this has been the um, the group that's helped them the most. Well, what you have done is 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 awesome to see, and it's it's awesome to see that the space you're in now. Um, and uh, I encourage everybody to go out there and retweet and like. And vote for you for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. It'd be great to have an Eagle win it this year. Um, and I think Chris Long was the last one. And uh, yeah. Um, and by the way, it's funny because, you know, Lane, I hear when different people ask Eagles players, like, who's the funniest guy on the team? And they all say you. Yeah. They all yeah. say you. So yeah. I need a little Netflix special. <laughs> there you go. So, so during the day, during the day, are, are you kind of like cognizant of keeping like even everything loose a little bit? Cause yeah, you guys are, especially during I these do. times. That's all I do. That's what I've been doing here the past decade. Uh, no, I mean, everybody knows how serious I'll take it. Like at practice before games. Uh, but when I'm in the media room, it's, you know, I'm going to have fun doing this. I'm not going to be stressed out wearing watching over my back it's like you know you give it hell every day give it all you got and and then enjoy the people that you're in it with uh but yeah i mean our room is just generally funny stalin is, is a funny dude it is it is really it's like stand-up comedy in there all the time he, i mean he gets mad i mean some of it turns from comedy to to you know really angry stuff but a lot of it's uh fun and yeah man it's just a lot of you know 30 year old guys big overgrown monsters out there wrestling and a lot of funny stuff happens. People trip and falling. You get, some people get ran over. Some people go the wrong way. It's just, uh, it's constantly that. So it's constant evaluation, but, uh, you know, the guys that you're in it with, that's, that's who you miss. That's what you miss most uh, when you're away from it. Who's the, uh, who's the best impression that you do? Uh, I mean, Merrill was pretty good. Oh, I got to hear your Merrill. He said, uh, Travis Kelsey and Patty LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connor. Connor had a soundbite. He tweeted out when I was there with him, and I had I had the mic on, so it sounded pretty similar. Probably not as good there, but yeah, that was funny. So yeah, we we you know growing up here in Philly, man, it's like the voice of your childhood. You know, you, you hear Merrill on the radio. He's like, Eagles lined up in the eye. Yeah, First one, ten at the twenty. Yeah, and then. And then the people who have played tennis with him, because he'll announce the score 40, 30. And they're like, yeah. I got to hear 20 and 10. Like, keep going. Like, that voice yeah. is amazing. Yeah, he's been doing it, I guess, was it 46 or seven years? Yeah. So, yeah. Damn, it's a hell of a run. It's a long yeah. run. You do a good Jeff Stalin? Uh, I mean, he gets he gets to where he gets amped up. He'll go, let me, uh, did, uh, did, I, 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 I just told you where you were going. I mean, what, what was your mind thinking? Uh, he he gets to doing that a lot. So he gets the, <laughs> da, 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 da. he gets that rattlesnake tongue on him sometimes and gets to 
stuttering a little bit. Gets fired up. Yeah, he does. And like one thing is like he'll sit in his chair and the next thing he's up, he's up, he's in and out of his chair probably 60 times during a meeting. <laughs> I tell you, pregame, pregame, it's funny because like he's in the zone pregame and I see him looking down at that little note card. Yeah, I don't you know. know. It's, it's so Friday, uh, uh, Saturdays and definitely game days, he's the most like, don't talk to him. Uh, even like Saturday walkthroughs, uh, he has this, like you said, he has a little note card. It's like uh, the water boy. It's like this little green notebook. <laughs> he gets to the corner over there. Nobody talks to him and he just sits there and evaluates, you know, after <laughs> every series. Hey, uh, what were you doing backside there? Did y'all not get the call? So he's constantly checking on you. It's like the doctor when he writes down that, you're like, what did I do wrong? Like, what are you writing down about me? Yeah, um, exactly. Well, you know what? You got to keep it loose. Uh, I mean, it's a long season these days and uh, wish you the best and wish you good health. And uh, once again, I encourage everybody out there, vote for Lane Johnson, Walter Payton, man of the year. It is such an honor. And uh, Lane, you are very deserving. So hopefully it works out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it'll be a, be a fun run. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, we appreciate the time. And once again, get out there and vote, everybody. Thanks a lot for joining us, Lane. All right. Thanks, John. I'm so flagrant.